Welcome back to season two of the Ivy League Prep Academy podcast, equipping you to successfully pursue the college of your dreams. We believe everyone deserves to reach their full potential and the admissions process shouldn't hold you back. Key number one, let's put your body in a state that you can be as ambitious as you choose to be. Key number two, let's get the the foundation, the soil that you're using to plant your success, the seeds of your success. Let's get that soil as healthy as possible, create the habits that create your uh, academic success. And key number three, there are going to be times when you just have to get a lot done. How do I get enough sleep if I've got more stuff to do than I have time in the day? How do I get stuff done when three tests have piled on top of each other? And there are times when you just have to be productive, all right? So let's talk about how to be more productive. Oftentimes, you feel like, man, I just if I just had more time, then I could get everything done. The truth is, you need to be more productive with the time that you have. Rather than focusing on, you know, having more time in your day, let's be more productive with what you do have. Because if you're not being productive, it really starts this kind of downward spiral that can last a long time. Uh, oftentimes, the more important the task that you're putting off, the more you want to distract yourself because you feel like, ah, just not up for it. Okay, once you get into this downward spiral, you distract yourself. You feel bad about not being productive. Pretty soon you're overwhelmed. And at some point, the brain switches from prefrontal cortex where you're kind of managing everything to the reptilian brain. And all you can think about is junk food and distraction and before long, you've, you know, you've been on social media for two, three, four hours when you had something really important to do, right? And so we need to understand how to, uh, how to really kind of cut this off at the beginning of the downward spiral. First, let's define productivity. It is not time spent studying. <laughs> So many people say, oh, I studied six hours yesterday. Okay, what does that mean? That doesn't mean anything. You can study, if you're sleep deprived and you study for six hours, you might've gotten five minutes worth of studying done. Okay, truth bomb time, <laughs> right? Like, let's say how it is. Time spent does not equal productivity. Not even close. It's effective, focused effort multiplied by the time spent with that focused effort, right? And so if you truly want to be productive, you need to have the right kind of focus uh, because it multiplies. It's a multiplier. It's not an additive effect. It's a multiplying effect. So if you spend an hour with very low focus, then you get, you know, two or three minutes worth of focused effort time. You spend an hour focused and full effectiveness, then you know you can get more done in one hour than you could get done in, in a full day of unfocused time. All right, so how do we do this? How do we get more done? Surprisingly, the key to high levels of focus and attention is recovering at the right time. What happens for most people is you wake up Saturday morning, you've got a big test to study for, and you've got a big project to do and a paper to write. You've got so much to do, 
you've got to be on your A game, okay? And so you begin. You start out your morning really motivated, really excited about the day, and uh, and you get into it, and you get into a groove, and a half hour in, you're feeling great, thinking, yes, this is what I wanted, okay? An hour in, I'm loving this, still making progress, still, still building momentum, this is excellent. And two hours in, you feel like, oh, I'm on a roll. I've got to keep going. I, I don't want to get out of this groove that I'm in. And so it depends on what your stamina is physically and uh, uh, mentally, right? Your brain's stamina and your physical stamina. You might last two hours. You might last four hours. You might last four and a half hours. You're not going to last much more than that. Somewhere along the line, you say, oh, this is amazing. I'm getting so much done. I'm just going to take a break now. And now I need a break. And you say the words, I need a break. And that's because you really need a break. You're exhausted. And most people pushing until they, most people keep pushing until they feel like they need that break. And if you do that, it's too late. By the time your body really gets through to your brain that you need a break, your body has crashed and it is too late, right? Once that happens, you take your break, even if it's a long 20-minute break. Go outside, walk around, hug a tree, you know, lay down in the grass, go play with a baby. Even if you're doing the most healthy kind of recovery activities possible, stuff that can recharge your battery the fastest, interacting with humans that you care about or interacting in nature or seeing sunlight, walking, exercising, breathing, all of those things are like the fastest ways to recharge your batteries. And it doesn't matter. You can do that for the full 20 minutes. You come back and you're still, oh man, try to get back into it. And you're a, you're a shell of what you were in the morning. The only way to really recover is a full night's sleep at that point, because you've, you've crashed. You push yourself too hard. Instead, let's use neuroscience, right? This is a strategy that I have used for over a decade. I have taught to hundreds of people with 100% successful results. Everyone that I've taught this to has come back amazed at the results. You have to train yourself to pause before you feel tired. You have to train yourself to pause and do a three-minute recovery routine while you're in the middle of just feeling like you're on top of the world, while you're on a roll, you feel like, man, I don't want to stop. Nothing can stop me. I just got to keep going. I got to stay on this, on the, in this track. I'm doing so well. No, you have to stop yourself while you're feeling that. Take a three minute recovery routine and then come back. So if you're just beginning this, it shouldn't be 50 minutes. It should be closer to 10. 10 is too little. That's just getting in. 15 to 25 minutes. If you're a teenager just getting started, set your timer for, we'll call it 20 minutes, okay? Then when the timer goes off, you're going to be on a roll. You're rocking it because you set a timer and then you just went right into it, right? And so after 25 minutes, for me, it's 50 minutes, okay? For, for once you've built up stamina, you can do 50 minutes as well. Uh, but once your timer goes off, maybe you're writing a sentence and you're really excited about the sentence you're writing. This is good, good stuff. Timer goes off, put your pencil down. 
Mid-sentence, don't finish the sentence even. Stop the alarm, stand up, and immediately do these things. Stretch oh, for about 20, 30 seconds, especially stretch your hamstrings. The muscles on the back of your upper legs, those are the largest, longest muscles in your body. You stretch those out and it really gets blood flowing throughout the body, okay? Take deep breaths. One thing you didn't realize is that your brain is getting less and less oxygen as you sit there. Over time, your brain gets less and less oxygen. You just, you just breathe more and more shallowly, right? And so take some deep breaths and stretch, just a half, half minute, 20, 30 seconds of stretching. And then you start the self-talk. Oh man, nice job, Sally. You did great. Man, you were so focused. Look at how much you got done. That was amazing. And when I do this, I do it out loud. Nice job, Steve. I use my first name. I talk to myself. That might be awkward at first. Be awkward. Doesn't matter. Do it. Talk out loud and talk to yourself. That triggers a dopamine hit. You're so excited about what you just did and you're so congratulatory. Nice job, man. You did so well. That was amazing. You got so much done. And it starts to release dopamine right in the middle of your focused study session, you're releasing dopamine. Okay, you're hacking your biology. All right? Then move your body. Walk to the kitchen and refill your water. Or do some jumping jacks or push-ups or whatever. Okay, walk quickly saying, oh, that was amazing. Here we go. We're going to have even, do I have it here? Nope. The next thing that you say as you're walking around and doing push-ups is you can say, oh, this next 25 minutes is going to be even better. It's going to be even more effective. It's going to be more awesome. Okay. And you talk yourself up. You psych yourself up. You walk back. You set your alarm again for whatever the time frame is, 25 minutes, up to 50. Don't go past 50, you guys. Even the highest performers. I mean, it is a not even a 1% uh, fraction of, of high-performing CEOs and executives that can go beyond 50 minutes and still be at optimal uh, focus. Okay. Yes, you can focus for 60 minutes. You can focus for 460 minutes, but then your body crashes, right? 50 minutes is, is the time that uh, is, is your max time, all right? And you'll just be amazed. You'll be amazed. You don't crash after four hours. You can be focused the entire Saturday, 12, 13, 14 of those hours on those times when you need it, okay? Obviously, we prioritize sleep so that you have the foundation and balance and everything else. I don't want you to be doing 14 hours of homework every Saturday. But if you need to do six, you need to do seven, don't push yourself until you crash after three or four. Recover after 50 minutes or after 30 minutes or 40 minutes, whatever you can handle. Recover and come back. And you'll, be, you'll feel great at the end of seven hours. You'll have accomplished more than you normally do by double or triple. And you'll still feel amazing. You won't feel like your body needs to crash and you just need to go to sleep or, or veg in front of the TV. You'll feel great, okay? There's one more productivity tool that you can use, pomofocus.io, P-O-M-O focus, P-O-M-O-F-O-C-U-S.io is a great tool that you can use, all right, just to get started. And so that will set, you'll set whatever your timer is, and then you decide your break. You, you can type in the task that you're doing and mark it off once it's done. It's a great tool that you can use to kind of add to that productivity. All right. 
very quickly at the conclusion of this, before we get to questions, I need to let you know that we are doing another Hacking College Admissions workshop in September, the 10th through the 13th. Each night is going to be 8 to not 10 p.m. Eastern time. Uh, sorry, I made a mistake there. 8 to about 8.50 p.m. Eastern every day. Uh, these are about 45 to 50 minutes long, this workshop. And so each day during that, uh, uh, during that time frame, from September 10th to the 13th, we have a Hacking College Admissions Workshop. We'll talk about actually what colleges are looking for, um, bust a bunch of myths about what people think they're working, looking for. And once we understand those myths, we can really improve our chances of, of getting in because that's the second thing we talk about. How do we communicate to the admissions officers exactly how, how we fit what they're looking for. And number three, uh, the third day, we do a step-by-step, -step, just a, exactly what you do to implement the strategy. Uh, and we even pull in students and, and sometimes parents who have uh, been through this process and implemented the strategy to share their results in day four. That workshop is free and you need to register in order to participate. So register at tilc.to forward slash hack. Music for this episode came from We Are Here by Declare P. I'm Steve Gardner. If you like what you heard, please subscribe and share with a friend. Thanks for listening.